0: Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show hosted by Elliot Sure
1: What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Sunday, December 4th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button. It not only helps the show grow, but if you leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, take on any player, any team, any NFL take you have, five-star review, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. All right, big day in the NFL with a huge shakeup in the NFC specifically. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo out for the season with a foot injury. Head coach Kyle Shanahan announced that after the team's win over the Miami Dolphins, 33-17. to An impressive win for sure. But the big news is the Niners are now without Jimmy Garoppolo for the rest of the season, which means they are down to their third-string quarterback, Brock Purdy brock purdy i guess is how you pronounce it i think a a lot of niners fans are asking themselves that question right now this is a guy that was drafted mr irrelevant in this year's draft seventh round pick uh just six one obviously is now being it would assume i that's who that's who they'll go with is being handed the keys to one of the best rosters in the nfl one of the best teams in the nfl will they sign somebody else we'll get into that in a few minutes But first, let's just talk about what a major shakeup this is in the NFC. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo completes this game today and they win 33-17, to there would be people that on Monday would say the Niners are the best team in the NFC. I would disagree with that. I think with the Eagles dominating performance over the Tennessee Titans, and obviously them having an 11-1 record, they would still hold that title. But if you look at this Niners team, they are absolutely loaded, and it showed again against the Miami Dolphins. The defense had an outstanding game, allowed only 17 points, and the points that they did allow really just came on broken plays. A 75-yard touchdown, a 45-yard touchdown. Outside of that, they really kept the Dolphins off the the board, just a field goal um, besides those two long touchdown, so 17 points allowed to a great Miami offense you look at how they got people involved Christian McCaffrey almost four yards to carry uh also added 80 yards receiving Debo Samuel like they have all the weapons in the world to be one of the best again if not the best team in the NFL. But right now, without Jimmy Garoppolo, you really have to wonder how serious of a contender you can view them. I think that with that coaching staff, and again, with the defense and the players they have, you can't completely rule them out. But Brock Purdy is not going to go to the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy is not going to lead the Niners through the NFC. Could he come in for one game like he did against the Dolphins? And his numbers were not bad. 25 of 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, a passer rating of 88.8. Yeah, it's impressive he was able to do that. But the realest thing in the NFL is the more tape that is out on you, the tougher it becomes. And by the time this guy plays, you know, the remaining, I guess, five games, six games before they go into the playoffs. He will not—teams will be ready for him. He will not be able to surprise teams like he did Miami on Sunday. So the Niners have a really tough situation in front of them, obviously. And for the rest of the NFC, it completely opens things up. If you're the Minnesota Vikings, you go from a team that I don't think a lot of people truly believed in to now a team where— Okay. The Niners are basically out of it. The Niners are likely going to have to go to Minnesota. If you're in Minnesota, are you afraid of Brock Purdy coming into Minnesota? No, you're not. Yes. The defense is great. The skill position players are there. It's a quarterback league. Great quarterbacks win in the playoffs. This is why teams pay quarterbacks $45 million. It's not always Nick Foles that's going to come in and, and do that as a backup quarterback, right? And he was a, Nick was at least a, a second string quarterback. Brock Purdy is a third-string quarterback. So the Niners now all of a sudden, again, Minnesota, you feel better about your chances. Dallas, you feel better about your chances. Philadelphia is now looking like they have a very clear path to the Super Bowl because if you're the Eagles – A, you're probably going to get the number one seed. You're 11 and one now with your win over the Titans. You have the Giants twice on your, uh, on your schedule. They're playing terrible right now. They had a tie on Sunday. You have the Saints on your schedule. You have the Bears on your schedule. I mean, the, then you still have the Cowboys, but you could probably lose that Cowboys game, still win the division, still win the number one seed. So all roads through to the Super Bowl through the NFC are going to go to Philadelphia. Is Brock Purdy going to go into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles? No, I don't care how good that defense plays. This is an Eagles offense that just became one of the first teams in league history. In fact, I think it was the first team in league history to run for 350 yards one week and then pass over 350 yards the next week. Their offense is loaded right now. The Niners are going to have to score to beat the Eagles. You're not going to beat the Eagles 17-14. to There's no way you hold that offense to that. So they're going to need a different quarterback There's flat out. Like, Could they maybe beat Dallas? Maybe because their coaching staff is so much better than the Cowboys' coaching staff. Their defense is better. Their skill position players are better. Again, the main difference is the quarterback, but I think that a Kyle Shanahan-Mike McCarthy matchup on the sidelines would be such a mismatch that maybe you have a chance there. So Dallas, I still think is... Clearly going in now with Garoppolo gone ahead of the Niners, but the Niners can probably talk themselves into beating Dallas. They might be able to talk themselves into beating Minnesota, but again, like such a good, such a huge quarterback mismatch. I like the Minnesota Vikings head coach. I don't think he's Cal Shanahan, but I think he's doing a fantastic job. They have skilled position players. They have a good defense. So it'd be tougher for them to beat Minnesota, but what are they going to do? I would be very, very, very surprised if they go forward with Brock Purdy as their quarterback. So what are some options? Could they bring in a guy like Drew Brees? Obviously retired, uh, but at the same time, we're only talking about needing him for two months. I think if you're confident he can come in and just run this offense, like Jimmy Garoppolo, and not to take anything away from him, but Jimmy was good in that offense because he just sat back there and threw the ball where it was supposed to go. That is something Drew Brees could do. You're not asking Drew Brees to come in and run an RPO offense. You're not asking him to come in and be a playmaker with his legs. You're essentially just asking him to sit back there, get the ball to McCaffrey, get the ball to Debo. He's played in big games. He he's uh, you know he's won a Super Bowl. That could be a potential option. Philip Rivers. Is Philip Rivers a guy that they could call and, again, ask to do something very similar to Drew Brees? Sit in the pocket, make the right reads with the ball, um, get the ball to Debo. I think that that could be a potential option for the Niners as well. And then, of course, there's a Colin Kaepernick thing. He's played for the Niners. He could bring a dimension to that offense that they don't currently have with a running quarterback, right? And he can also do the sit back in the pocket and just get the ball to the, to, to, uh, to Debo. Get it to Chris McCaffrey. Get it to, uh, George Kittle. Like, I think Colin Kaepernick would be a potential option there. Because he has has experience with the organization, the fan base, all those things, obviously it would be a fantastic story if he ended up going back to the Niners. He was there. Uh, He's taken them to the Super Bowl before. He has big uh, playoff experience. And I would be really interested in seeing him with a head coach like Kyle Shanahan. How would he run an RPO offense? Like You could probably do some of the stuff that they had planned on doing with Trey Lance. Now, Kaepernick obviously has been out of the league for a very long time, clearly and unfairly. There would be some baggage that comes with him. There would be a distraction level that it probably would not be there with other quarterbacks. But at the same time, if you're bringing in a Drew Brees, if you're bringing in a Philip Rivers, it becomes the biggest story in the NFL. So I think the Niners are definitely going to look around. I do not think they will move forward with Brock Purdy as their quarterback. I just don't think you hand a seventh-round you know essentially undrafted guy right mr irrelevant the last pick of the 7th round you don't hand him the keys to this this team you don't hand you don't hand your season over when you have a legitimate chance with the rest of that roster to to you don't hand that over to Brock Purdy like some things are just pretty simple in sports handing a team over to Brock Purdy not the move if you're the Niners so i would look for them to add a quarterback again drew brees uh I think Philip Rivers, you know, again, Colin Kaepernick would be a super interesting signing by them. But the reason they're going to continue to have a chance if they get another quarterback is because of that coaching staff. And it's because of the, the defensive coaching staff as well. It's because of Kyle Shannon. It's because of D'Amico Ryan's. But there's no question that the loss of Jimmy Garoppolo completely shakes up the NFC. Cause if, again, if you're the Eagles, you go to bed Sunday night feeling really good about how you, how you played against the Titans. But if Garoppolo is healthy, you look at what the Niners did to the Dolphins and you think, They're going to be a problem if they come to Philadelphia. Now they have a huge question at the most important position of in all of sports. So, Massive, massive news in the NFC with Jimmy Garoppolo going down. I have a feeling that throughout this week we'll be talking a lot more about this and we'll be talking about the move that they make at quarterback. And it's going to be really interesting because they have to do something. And if they get the right one, like if Kaepernick comes in there and can add to that offense, maybe they become more dangerous because Jimmy G, as good as his playoff experience was and everything, extremely one-dimensional, just sit there quarterback. So really sad news for Jimmy G. I'm a little excited to see what the Niners do because I think Kyle Shanahan's incredibly creative and I think that front office might have a splash up their sleeves if they can convince one of these quarterbacks to you know, come out of retirement or in Kaepernick's case if they give him a chance to come back into the league. So after the news of the Garoppolo injury, how would I rank the NFC? And after all the games on Sunday, here would be my NFC power rankings. I think the Eagles are very clearly number one. Excellent resume, excellent team, most complete team in the conference. Probably the best offense in the conference and arguably the best defense in the conference. They're clearly number one. Two, I would go Dallas because I think that they have a high ceiling for both units. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I'm recording this before their game against the Colts. If they lose that game, maybe they drop to number three on this rankings. But I just think their defense is so good, and I think their offense with Dak has the potential to be really good. I just don't trust them in big moments. But... I trust them more than I trust Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, so I would put number three right now. I think before the Garoppolo injury, the 49ers would have been number two. But right now, I think you'd probably still have to put the Vikings ahead of them. They just have a better quarterback. The defense is good enough, and they still have those weapons. I'm still putting the 49ers fourth just because of the coaching staff, just because of the potential of another quarterback coming in, and because that defense is arguably the best unit in the entire conference. I think the Eagles' offense is really good and their defense is good, but I think you can make the argument the Niners' defense might be the best single unit in that conference. After that, I would put the 49ers. I just, at the end of the day... If I'm an NFC team, I have no interest in seeing Tom Brady come into my building in the playoffs. And their defense their defense can still be pretty good. They still have Mike Evans, and obviously with Brady, they have a ton of winning playoff experience. After that, I'd put Seattle. Watching them struggle against the Rams was certainly not encouraging. I think their bubble has definitely popped. I don't think they're a legitimate contender by any stretch. I'd put Washington next just because their defense can be good. I mean— I- their offense is not great. Obviously tying the Giants is such a perfect embarrassing thing to happen to both of those teams who neither of which are legit contenders. But I would put their defense, uh, you know, their defense is pretty good. So I would put them right behind Seattle. The Lions, I would put next. The Lions can score, man. Like the Lions know how to put up points and the NFL it's going to keep you in a lot of games and give you a lot of wins. And I think the Lions once they figure out how to, you know, put things together, I think they they could potentially be a problem next year. And at this point, honestly, I would almost rather play Washington than the Lions but I'd probably still say Washington ahead of the Lions because of their defense and then the Giants amongst like the somewhat contending teams the Giants are last like their defense isn't as good as it used to be their offense is a disaster great head coach but there's really nothing to believe in on that roster talent wise like yeah Saquon's good but it's a running back you know he's a running back so who cares Daniel Jones not great you know I'm I'm pretty much out on the Giants. So I would go Eagles, Dallas, Vikings, 49ers, Buccaneers, Seattle, Washington, Lions, and the Giants for my NFC power rankings after the Jimmy Garoppolo injury news. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. I appreciate everybody listening and I'll talk to you guys next time.